from Rockwired Sound in Albuquerque, New Mexico, of all places, this is Rockwired Magazine's Rock Show with your host, Brian Lush, exclusively at rockwired.com. Today, Rock Show gives it up for Wayland, Living Color, District Avenue, and Killset, so stick around for more. Rock Show is powered by Rockwired Media LLC, a limited liability company. Please stand by. Welcome to the first ever edition of Rock Show, brought to you by Rockwired Magazine. I'm your host, Brian Lush, and the music is out there. And for those of you who've been following our previous show, Rockwired Radio Profiles, that show is no more. Rock Show is taking that over. So in a sense, Rock Show is more of a rebrand of the show we were doing, but it'll be there will be some slight differences, and you'll notice them as we go along with this new show. And I, for one, am very very happy to be back in the back in front of the mic doing a podcast again and i'm committed to making rock show one of the best you know hard rock heavy metal podcasts out there and active rock i should say active rock i should lump it all together like that but that's the but you know i i should i mean because you know there's so much to rock and roll these days it's not just hard rock and heavy metal it's other stuff it's punk it's it's got to be high energy it's got to be a lot of fun and that's what a lot of the music you're going to be hearing on this debut show is going to be all about. And with that being said, I couldn't think of a better band than Wayland to get this show off the ground. They're back with, they're coming out with their new album, Rinse and Repeat, is coming out very soon. It might be out already. I'm not quite sure. I could be, I could look on my laptop, but haven't been looking at my laptop lately, just, you know, focusing on the show at hand. But they've got a great new single, Through the Fire, which is the first release off of uh, Rinse and repeat and i had a chance to speak with the band's guitarist philip valinsky regarding the songwriting for this upcoming album and the songwriting for this single and here's what philip had to say i think it's changed a lot because i think now we've kind of opened up our it's like someone took a crowbar and kind of cracked open our souls in a way where we're not afraid to write from a personal place where we used to touch on that a little bit but we weren't that comfortable with it. And now, um, you know, like Welcome to My Head is not a very personal song. Nobody's Perfect is not a very personal song. They're fun rock and roll songs. And they sound good. And they work well. Um, but we've... And at that point in our lives, we were learning about the craft of songwriting from Jude Cole and Michael Gurley. And... Uh, I think now we've kind of just taken it, to, like I said, to a personal place. And this record, what's really cool about this album, is called Rinse and Repeat. And there's just no boundaries. Like, it doesn't sound all like the same song. We really we really let, there's, you know, there's acoustic songs. Uh, there's, there's full-on hard rock songs. And it's a real spectrum. And, you know, we like to think of it as a journey. We just didn't have any boundaries with the songwriting. And here is Wayland with the first single off their new album, Rinse and Repeat, Through the Fire. Oh, 
That was Wayland with Through the Fire off of their brand new album, Rinse and Repeat. And for more on the band, you can check them out at their official Facebook page. The link is provided right here at rockwire.com. And you can also check out the, uh, our interview with them in our July issue of Rockwired Magazine. And you can check that out just by going to rockwire.com and clicking where it says Magazines. All of our previous issues are right there for you to click on, read, and enjoy, and share with someone you care about. Well, up next we've got another band. This band hails from the Badlands in South Dakota, and more specifically the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation. They are called Uncommon Knowledge, and I had the pleasure of seeing these guys live at a, a most unlikely event, a, 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 an unlikely location. It was the Albuquerque Peace and Justice Center, but they put on an electrifying show. It felt like you were watching a show at the Viper room the way they have their lighting and sound all set up and uh but these guys know what they're doing musically and uh you know and and they co- and the band was formed by a bunch of you know other parts of other bands that had existed before it, so it's in a way it's almost like some sort of a, a super group that formed out of south dakota but i had a chance to speak with daniel hudspeth and uh cory bedelune of of uncommon knowledge regarding the formation of the band and you're Here's what they had to say. Um, I think no matter what would have happened, we probably would have ended up all together, whether it was it would have been on common knowledge or not. Um, I was, me and Kyle were actually playing guitar, or he was playing. I was playing drums in all three bands, and Kyle was working with all three bands. And we had shows where we would do guest um, performances in a song, and we got to a point that really the only thing separating us was the names. Um, so all in all it just made sense for us to come together and um you know we picked you know some of our older songs that were well known in each of those bands and kind of did away with them and kind of put together some of the material that we had working you know within the three bands and it really gives for a unique sound because there's so many different aspects in what we do and what we write and how we write um it's just exciting because um, a lot of people ask us when we do shows, what genre are you? How would you classify yourselves? And, and here is Uncommon Knowledge with The Gray.
that was Uncommon Knowledge with The Grey. And uh, as I said, that, that was an American Indian, you know, heavy metal, hard rock band. And up next is another Indian hard rock band, but these guys hail from Canada, from the Maliseet Nation, and they are called District Avenue. And I knew them when they were called Kick and Crotch about a few years ago. And uh, if you ask me, I think, I think changing the name from Kick and Crotch to, to District Avenue just makes the most business sense, if you will. But, you know, the, the band is really on point with their brand new album, Epic, and their, and the, and the single off of that album, Revival. But more importantly, it's the music video for the song Revival that's earned the band the most attention. It's all CGI and it's got tin men, like tin men from The Wizard of Oz, you know, marching in an army and, and, and resisting what? I don't know, but it's a fantastic video. And you can check that video out right here at rockwire.com. I had a chance to speak to the band's lead singer, Mike Bernard, regarding the making of the video, and here's what he had to say about it. didn't really want him just nothing too uh, detailed, but, you know, to have that more darker, cartoonish kind of uh, characters to the, to the video. But, yeah, we did have um, a big input in in the music video itself, you know, I, I've communicated it back and forth uh, through telephone, through emails and messages on Facebook. And uh, we sort of, um, you know, figured this, this whole storyline out and everything and how we wanted it to look and, um, you know, and sort of uh, created around the, the lyrics of the song and, and, and try to get that, that feel for it. And here is District Avenue with Revival. Those screams, we all shout. 
You're listening to Rock Show exclusively at rockwire.com. Ever get a feeling there's nothing on the radio? Then tune in to Radio KSCR. KSCR Radio is variety radio at its best. Spinning the best in rap, rock, R&B, alternative, and electro. Experience what you've been missing. Tune in and turn yourself on to great music. Visit us at RadioKSCR.com. You're listening to Rock Show exclusively at RockWire.com. Welcome back to the premiere edition of Rock Show from Rockwired Magazine. I'm your host, Brian Lush, and still got a lot of music to play for you. We just heard from Wayland, Uncommon Knowledge, and District Avenue. And now I'm turning my attention to Heather Gillis, a 20-year-old guitar virtuoso and lap steel player. So with lap steel, you can surmise that she does a fair amount of blues and soul and that kind of thing. But 20 years old, I mean, that's quite something. Uh, she was under the tutelage of Butch Trucks, the drummer of the Allman Brothers, for years before she's struck out on her own recently. And uh, she's just completed a tour of the Northeast, and uh, and I was happy to get to know this artist. And here's what she had to say about what she'd like for people to come away with after they see her live. After I see her live, I mean, I guess what I look for whenever I see bands, um, you know, I'm not always worried about musicianship and skill level I just like high energy and it's just real you know I want people to know that we mean what we play and it's not a gimmick it's not a it's not a showboat it's not a I mean I don't want people to go in expecting it to be you know a fashion show where people you know strut around the stage and it being this glamorous thing like we're very you know we're very very real about the music and we care a lot about making good music and I, I guess I want people to go away with that know that's real and it's it's not a preconceived thing that we formulate for each you know like you know a lot of i know a lot of people will go out and they'll kind of try to cater and try to change their set and what they do to make a one certain group happy but you know i learned this from butch butch always said music is the most selfish thing you can do and and i agree with him I, i want when I go and see a band, I don't want them to cater towards me. I want to see what they want. I'm going to see them perform what they want, what they love, and what's real to them. And so whenever I go out, I want to put on a real show. I want, I want to see, you know, a real experience for them. And here is Heather Gillis with 100 Miles Per Hour. Which way to go? 
That was Heather Gillis with 100 Miles Per Hour. And up next is a band from New York called Signals of Bedlam. And I gotta say, uh, this, uh, you know, so far, they're one of my favorite bands that we featured this year. And, uh, they were featured in our, I believe it was our March issue of Rockwired Magazine and, uh, and, uh, did, did, a, did an interesting interview with them. I'm not sure, you know, how they felt about me. I, I don't think it's been much because I haven't heard from these guys. But guys, please understand, I love you. You guys, I love your music, and I still want to give it up for you as as much as I can. Uh, you know, you guys are amazing. They got this sort of prog metal sound, and uh, and the lead singer of the band had this to say about you know, the reaction to their music of late. Um, I mean, we've gotten a lot of support. That's been pretty surprising to me. Um, I wasn't sure if there was really a uh, demographic for this type of music that we play. It's uh, pretty busy and intricate. So, I mean, for me, that's been... What do you think? It's been pretty... I think it's been, it's been great. A lot of support from friends, from fans that we don't know. We had a guy message us from Russia that, you know, he'd like a CD sent to him in the mail, and that was just mind-boggling to me. Yeah, we're in Maryland. We, yeah, we we actually played um, just a show in Maryland at a random bar on a Monday. We drove down, and we actually a, a guy came up to us after that we played and said, "I drove two hours from from the other side of Maryland to come and see you because I heard about you online." And you know, a friend said, "You got to go see this band. They're playing at this random bar on Monday night." And he drove, and that was amazing to me. And even now, it's amazing to me. Yeah, what's wrong with them? <laughs> But it's it's been really great. Here is Signals of Bedlam with Mass Appeal. Mm-hmm. 
was Signals of Bedlam with Mass Appeal. And you can check out the music video for that song right here at rockwired.com if you happen to be listening to it on this Rockwired page. It's a fine video and a fine band once again, and I hope to reconnect with you guys soon because, you know, you guys are awesome. And up next, we've got a band called Kill Set, who were featured in our July issue of Rockwired magazine. And, uh, <laughs> and obviously, well, what people are taking away the most from these guys is their, is their reinterpretation of the 1992 crisscross single Jump. And uh, if you watch the video, you get all kinds of 90s references in it. You get the OJ Bronco chase <laughs> kicking the whole thing off. And you got, uh, well, you know, you got to check out the video for yourself. It's right here at rockwired.com. Funny video. Okay, you know, they say it's a parody. I just think that it's just a bunch of guys having fun with a fun song. But here's what the frontman Luca had to say regarding, you know, the inspiration to do a crisscross song as the first single off their new album, Shut the STFU, not Shut the Fucker. Anyway, here's Luca talking about crisscross. Well, we threw around a lot of ideas for to do as covers, and none of them really stuck. And then uh, I always loved Jump. I loved crisscross growing up. I thought it was funny, I thought it was cool. Um, they, they definitely had a unique flavor and style to them. And that's what we're trying to do with Kill Set and the STFU album. So I mentioned it to the guys. We started jamming it. It just started feeling really cool and had a great vibe. Um, and then it was obvious that we needed to do a parody of it. So we need to get four metal dudes all dressed up like crisscross. You know, just, just have a lot of <laughs> have a lot of fun with it. You know, the the, the 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 feel of the band. We're an aggressive band, but the reality is we like poking fun at each other. We love to have fun. So it just kind of all fit together and ended up being the perfect parody. From their album STFU, here is Kill Set with Jump. You heard this song before? <laughs> but you ain't heard it like this. Kill set, baby. Jump, jump. The Mac Dad will make it. Jump, jump. The Daddy Mac will make it. Jump, jump. Kill set will make it. Jump, jump. Don't try to compare us to another bad little fan. I'm the Mac and I'm bad. Give me something that you never had. I'll make you jump up, wiggle and shake your rump. Cause I'll be spitting these lyrics that make you wanna jump. How high, real high. Cause I'm just so fly. A young, lovable, huggable type of guy. And everything is on the back with a little slack Cause inside out is wiggity 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 whack I come stomping and bumping something that keep me jumping Rapping on being bullcrap is what I'm dumping Ain't nothing rap about kill set me on So when they ask you they rock shit we'll need it Jump, jump, the mad dad will make it Jump, jump, the daddy never will make it Jump, jump, kill set will make it Jump, jump, uh-huh, uh-huh Jump, jump, the mad dad will make it Jump, jump, the daddy never will make it Jump, jump, kill set will make it Jump, jump I like my crowd rockin', rockin' I love it when the girlies like jockin' It's the K-I-L-L-S-E-T Yeah, you know me I got you jumpin' and bumpin' and moshin' Movin' all around, G In the pit, I'll make you take a step back You try to step to the set Then you get jacked Black on black with the kicks in the cap It's fundamental And we be tearin' up stages like we're mental Just four dudes with a sound you ain't never heard We in front, we about to take over the world And as we kick off, beat screams, melodies Kill set, make you tell you we Jump, jump, the Mac Dad will make it Jump, jump, the Daddy Mac will make it Jump, jump, Kip Set will make it Jump 
And the formalities of this and that Is that kill set ain't coming off whack And for all you suckers that don't know Check it out Listening to Rock Show exclusively at RockWire.com. Ever get a feeling there's nothing on the radio? Then tune in to Radio KSCR. KSCR Radio is variety radio at its best, spinning the best in rap, rock, R&B, alternative, and electro. Experience what you've been missing. Tune in and turn yourself on to great music. Visit us at RadioKSCR.com. You're listening to Rock Show exclusively at RockWire.com. Welcome back to the premiere edition of Rock Show from Rockwired Magazine. I'm your host, Brian Lush. And to kick off this next block of music, I've got a band out of uh, Portland, I believe, called Kittenhead. And they were a pleasant little surprise to, to, to come our way in the past few weeks, being that they're a punk band. And I love punk music, and there's never there doesn't seem to be a whole... There doesn't seem to be the plethora of it that there used to be, like, ten years ago. But in any case, I'm happy that this band found us here at rockwire.com and I love their sound I love their energy and from all that I've been hearing about their live shows it really sounds like something you want to see live and anyway I had a chance to speak with the band's front woman Kivi Naimi regarding her thoughts on the current music scene and here's what she had to say I mean I I really like our music I love rock music and I love loud guitars and and you know entertaining people and high energy music that has positive message that people can get behind so I feel really positive about it because not only is it a, a decent product but it translates really well 
to our stage show and we can basically reproduce everything that's on the CD live, um, which, you know, I just feel like in today's music world, people do all sorts of stuff on a CD, but then they can't carry it live. Um, you know, one of the most shocking things I've heard in the last few years was I read this article, and it was about uh, Mumford and Sons, and it, the first paragraph, they were like, and they play their own instruments. And I'm like, really? Here is Kittenhead with Tuesday.
That was Kittenhead with Tuesday. And up next, I've got Andrew W. Boss, and this is one of the few solo acts that we're featuring on today's show. The first one was Heather Gillis. But Andrew W. Boss is uh, has a sound that sort of mixes metal with rap, and, you know, rap metal, I guess, is what they used to call it. But anyway, <laughs> I wonder how they came up with that name. But anyway, you know, seeing a- Andrew W. Boss is one of those few interviews that I've done in person, and it was a day that I found it found it necessary to get out of the studio, away from the desk, away from the computer, and talk to him just hours before his live set. Great guy, great band, great music, and this is what he had to say about getting the music out there for people to hear. I want to go as many places as we can to get as many people to listen to the album as I can before we start moving on to something else or a different project because there's so many people that don't know who we are and that's our job to get out there and get in front of them and to show them the album and that's most important for right now. Here is Andrew W. Boss with Invincible.
That was Andrew W. Boss with Invincible. And up next, these guys are legends. I've, I've loved them since 1989 when they came out with their album Vivid. They are the band Living Color, and they are about to release a brand new album called Shade. And uh, and Shade, their new album, I've, I've actually had a chance to hear the album, one of the first press people to get the album. And uh, the album pays homage to the blues, but it does so on their terms, because because the album rocks. It's loud, it's forceful, but it's also got some hip-hop elements, and it's got some soul elements, and blue, and, and of course, blues elements. It just goes to show that, you know, you can, you can run the whole gamut of music, and it can all come back to the blues. And here's what lead singer Vernon Reed had to say about the band's recent uh, fixation with the blues. I like that, that, the blues, that the blues is a particular thing is what we were trying to say is not a particular thing. That in as much as preaching blues is the blues, so is who shot you. It's the blues. And only bolstered by the fact that that the person who wrote the song lived as he died. And put it all on record. If that's not a cautionary tale, if that's not a parable, which is what the blues are, blues is, in, in, in its essence. I don't know what is it. From their forthcoming album, Shade, here is Living Color with Come On.
listening to Rock Show exclusively at rockwire.com. Ever get a feeling there's nothing on the radio? Then tune in to Radio KSCR. KSCR Radio is variety radio at its best. Spinning the best in rap, rock, R&B, alternative, and electro. Experience what you've been missing. Tune in and turn yourself on to great music. Visit us at RadioKSCR.com. You're listening to Rock Show exclusively at RockWire.com. Welcome back to the premiere edition of Rock Show, right here at rockwire.com. I'm your host, Brian Lush, and uh, we're at our final segment of the, of the show, and it's been a lot of fun. I, I've loved sharing some music with you and talking about the artists and letting you hear what they had to say about their music. And uh, just three more songs and artists to go, and one of them is the band Lullwater, who originally hail from Georgia, but their sound is pure Seattle, Washington, as you'll hear in this next track release, a cover of a Pearl Jam song, which also features the band uh, Pearl Jam's original drummer, Mike Frazier. And when I spoke to John Strickland about this new release and this song, uh, it happened just days after the passing of Chris Cornell and, uh, and having recorded, having recorded their album in, in, in Seattle, I figured this had to have had some sort of resonance for the guy. But here's what John Strickland of Lullwater had to say on the matter. Cornell was that that iconic legendary singer that I I grew up idolizing and, and it, it um, it's just so odd it's so weird and we were getting on the flight to Seattle and everyone was just bummed out and, and it was was just kind of surreal you know it's, you wake up you're like alright we're going to Seattle today and then you wake up and look at the, the news and and, uh, and you see Chris Cornell had, had passed so it's yeah it's, it's, it's weird I think that the Seattle sessions um, it, it, we, we like to I don't know, say that, that that record was done just kind of on a whim and we were doing tour, but, but Seattle's always been that city and that place that, that we gravitate towards just because of the history of the scene and the city itself and how, uh, you know, London Bridge Studios, how, how incredibly, I don't know, historic that place is with all the records that they've produced. Um, so, yeah, it, it kind of ties, it's kind of tying everything in, the, in together, I guess. Here is Lullwater with Release. Thank you. 
That was Lullwater with Release, featuring Mike Frazier, the original drummer for Pearl Jam. And up next is a band hailing all, coming all the way from Sao Paulo, Brazil. This band is called Owl Company, and they are currently Rockwire.com's Artist of the Month on, on the on the strength of their new album, Horizon. And I had a chance to speak with the band's lead singer, Enrico Manelli, regarding the inspiration for the album. And, and no, it's not about heartache or none of that. The inspiration comes from something deeper. It, the album's inspired by family, and here's what Enrico had to say on the matter. You know, like the lyrics. Uh, my, my father was uh, was born in 1926 in Italy. Wow. Oh, he lived through all the Second World War, and uh, and basically, like all the lyrics in the in, in the album are based on stories that he used to tell me. You know about the war, so they are very like personal but at the same time it's a point of view of somebody who was there you know living it like day by day and uh so i started to write the songs about like this moment uh this personal moment of his that he was living and uh and i'm very proud of it because it's such a dramatic uh, such a sad story but still it's something that is very very rich you know and we can let this die because uh he's already like 90 91 years old and uh and yeah it's they are all based on personal experience from their album horizon here is owl company with celebrate neil
That was Celebrating Neil by Owl Company off of their new album, Horizon. And closing us out tonight is the band Ramada, a band based out of Chicago that's been through a number of changes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, of course in rock and roll these days you're going to expect lineup changes, but Ramada is an act that started off as a solo hip-hop artist to being a full-fledged rock band. You know, changes like that don't happen all the time in music, but, uh, but, you know, but Matt Daniels, the founder of Ramada, you know, seems, seems to think it's pretty much par for the course. Here's what he had to say about reactions to his music over the years. It, it, it was absolutely puzzling. There was, there's people that, you know, didn't know what the hell I was even trying to do. Um, you know, and, and not to, you know, to, to make it sound too cliche, but, you know, it really, Back when I was doing it, you know, it really was, it felt, you know, like an M&M type eight mile experience. Like I was the only person around and, you know, I'm in Chicago and the drill scene, like where artists like, you know, Chief Keef and these people that are out, you know, getting thrown behind bars for like years at a time. And I was, I was out there, you know, playing these shows and, and I was in that circle, you know, and it was definitely crazy, you know, but I had, you know, it basically, it just, music meant more to me than, than the situation I was in. So coming from there to going on tours and, and then switching over audiences. Cause it, we, we completely changed target audiences. And um, from an outside perspective, I guess you could, you could almost like see, see the, the, the change in the music and the, the way we promoted and the whole brand itself was like a whole 180. But, I mean, we're still the same people we are. It's just, you know, we became more focused on and, and able to do what we want to do. And here is Ramada with A Better Tomorrow.
That's going to do it for this edition of Rock Show. For Rockwired, I'm Brian Lush, and remember, keep your eyes forward, never look back, and make it up as you go. Rock Show is powered by Rockwired Media LLC, a limited liability company and is available exclusively through rockwired.com. Because rock is life.